Hi, my name is Randy May, and welcome to Decoding the Man podcast. Here at Decoding the Man, we have real conversations with real men and people in their lives. Whether we're talking about relationships, family life, masculinity, vulnerability, or mental health, we're having deeper conversations in a safe space. So buckle up, get comfortable, get a coffee, and listen in whether you're driving or sitting on the couch today. Get inspired, reflect, and have real conversations in your own life. At Decoding the Man, we're all about having a little bit of fun and getting a little bit deeper. The views expressed by the individuals in this podcast are solely the opinions and experiences of the guests of Decoding the Man. Hi, my name is Randy May, and today we're with Movember, and this is Decoding the Man. And we have a special guest today, and his name is Mitch, and he's going to tell us all about why it's important that we mow. Yes, that is exactly what I'm going to do. So Mitch, I'd like to welcome you um, and just give us a little bit of idea about who you are and, and what you're up to at Movember. Uh, sure. So who I am as a, as a person or as a Movember employee? So what's your role at Movember? Um, so yes, my name is Mitch. I've been here for, at Movember for about six years. And my role is I head up our corporate fundraising team. Um, you are in the office in Toronto right now, but I'm actually based out of Vancouver. So I'm our one sole lone wolf uh, mustache farmer in Western Canada, um, looking after kind of everyone that supports us in Western Canada, but as well help um, anybody in a workplace or a corporate space that wants to get involved with Movember. We help them uh, engage their employees and get involved and make sure they have some fun doing all the mustachery things throughout the, the month of uh, November. So that's, that's kind of my role here at uh, November. So that's a pretty important role. You kind of keep the ship running. I mean, I don't know if I go that far, uh, but uh, I, I definitely am grateful for my job and I think it's, it's a super fun one. It's a great mix of uh, having some fun uh, with a Movember campaign, but there's a lot of uh, meaningful moments where you meet these people, even if they're doing it in a workplace, they, maybe they're connected to the cause or, you know, right. lost somebody to, to cancer or mental health struggles or something. So um, it's, it's uh, an amazing mix of, of fun um, and uh, a meaningful job for sure. Okay. So what inspired you to be a part of Movember? I got involved actually from November about 10 years ago uh, when funny enough, my role now is in the, in the fundraising space, but my background is actually in finance. So I used to work at a company called KPMG. It's an accounting firm and um, they were running a Movember campaign. And so I led it for them. And so originally it was to be honest, it was just for fun. It was a good thing to do in the office to get people involved, have some fun, uh, you grow some mustaches for a good cause. Right. Um, Later on, a couple of years after that, Movember added the mental health side of our cause. So Movember, they support prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. And so for me, that really rung home uh, and made it a bit more meaningful. Um, we've had a bit of issues with that in my family. Uh, actually, my grandfather, both my grandfathers really suffered uh, from depression. So that, that uh, side of the cause really um, resonated with me. So that's kind of why I got involved. And... Uh, Somehow it led me to a job here at November where now I'm uh, working more on a fundraising capacity. So that's, that's how I got involved. That's amazing. And have you, does your family kind of understand part of what um, your connection to this and, and how their experiences have played a role in your presence here? 
Yeah, no, they definitely do. I'm pretty vocal about it every November. I do my own fundraising campaign as well. So as you know, I've got a mustache right now, but I'll shave it off and grow a new one. And normally it's a little bit more uh, creative of a mustache. It'll drop down to a handlebar, maybe, you know, like go up the side of my face sometimes. Um, and I always, in November, as you do, you, you say why you're doing it. So I'll often share my motivation. So my grandfather, he actually... Um, on my dad's side, he really struggled with depression and ended up taking his own life. So it's, okay. you know, very, um, you know, our family knows very well the importance of mental health and advocating um, for causes like this and reducing stigma and, you know, empowering people to look after their mental health and reach out to those in their life that are struggling. So um, yeah, they're, my family's very aware of, of why I do it and why it's important. Right. That's really huge though. I mean, mental health impacts, I believe it's one in five. Um, and I think the number could really be probably one in three people in Canada. Um, and I think it's so important that we talk about the importance of mental health and that whether it impacts us directly through our own experience or maybe it impacts our family, uh, that it's all a part of, it's a part of all of our lives and how we celebrate and how we kind of make awareness about it. Um, we can step into November and kind of share with people why we do it and kind of like share that message of November. So important. Yeah, I think it, it really is. And what's unique about November is that mental health suicide, it's, you know, gotten a lot more awareness in recent years in Canada, but it's still a very tough topic to talk about. There's still, a, you know, stigma attached to it and it's not always easy. It's not comfortable bringing up these topics, but What's unique about November is that we're able to use kind of a fun campaign where you grow mustaches, you look kind of silly. Right. We use the mustache and fun as almost a Trojan horse to talk about right. these really important things. So I think that's what's unique about November. Also why uh, I, love, I love it as well. Yeah, I kind of get to talk about like what's behind the mustache. Mm -hmm. right? And I think behind every mustache is a story. Um, it's a very eloquent way to put it, yes. Yeah, and it, but it, but that's the truth. Behind every mustache is a story, and it's like, how can we talk about those stories? And so, if you're com if you're okay with that, I just wanted to ask you a little bit more about your own personal experience of why, what keeps you going here, um, and your experience with your grandfather uh, and his depression. Do you remember that, or were you part, were you there when that was going on? Not really. So I was I was yeah. about one years old okay. when um, he took his own life, and. Okay. Um, growing up, so I never really got to meet him. Um, growing up, my parents didn't told me he felt he passed away in his sleep. Um, and then when I was 14 or so, they eventually told me what actually happened. Um, you know, when you're 14, you don't really understand that. Yeah. Um, what it means. Um, and it was probably only really when I got to November where you start to realize more about mental health and why someone might get to a point where they'd want to take their own life and working at, I'll be honest, like working at Movember, I learned a lot about mental health and men and how we often burden under these masculine stereotypes and want to be that tough guy and not show any weakness and not show, you know, your feelings. Um, and my grandfather, he was a stoic Danish man, blue collar guy, uh, like really rock apparently. Um, but he really, you know, was struggling in his later years. He took an early retirement package from um, uh, an auto manufacturer and 
and he really struggled with the transition from workplace to retirement. And it's, right. you know, if you look at the stats, it's a very common time that men struggle because a lot of men hold their meaning in their work. Right. They, they don't have that anymore. And a lot of times their social connections are actually a lot, a lot of times in the workplace as well uh, right. in those early years. So when you remove that, you don't have that social connection either. And so a lot of men will struggle during this, that transition if they don't have the right support systems and uh, the social support. So that's what happened to my grandfather. And, you know, I always wondered if Movember was around back then, if things could have been different, if he would have felt more empowered to, you know, reach out for help or get proper support. Um, I mean, my grandmother did everything she could, but this right. was, you know, over 30 years ago. So it was a different time. Uh, oh, like for so, um, yeah, for me, looking back, it's, it's, it's a little bit sad. I definitely thought about it more in the past five or six years at November and always wondered, you know, what I could have learned from him, uh, what memories we could have made. He was in the carpentry. He built things. Now I am as well. Um, it would have been cool if, you know, we could have built things together. Um, so every year I, I fundraise for him. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, we really appreciate it because I think it gives us a little insight to um, what's really behind the mustache and there's like a meaningful story behind every mustache and there's connection and there's human connection and it's so important that we talk about you know that transition for men from retire from work to retirement because that is a time uh, where things get a little bit challenging because men's often their identity is connected to what they do like you said um, yeah. and it's a really important transition point yeah and we know that through Movember that it is typically those times of transition that men are more likely to struggle. Any, anyone right. you know, is, is likely to struggle because life's out of whack a little bit. It's more stressful. So that could be moving to retirement. It could be job loss, um, you know, a relationship breakdown, even becoming a father can be a really tough time. These are big transition moments in life. I mean, we're living through one right now uh, in the pandemic and actually been a really tough time for a lot of people because a lot of these things are happening all at once maybe you lost your job you're trying to balance work and family now maybe you're feeling isolated um so a lot of these transitions are happening a lot right now so we know that during this time of the pandemic it's actually really a big time for transition and uh, there are risk factors that you know more people and more men will be struggling with their mental health we did a survey earlier this uh a couple months back and it said that 23% of men reported their mental health had worsened and uh, almost a third of men noted increased feelings of loneliness. So we know that right now, what we're living through is having an impact. And as we head into the fall and you're forced to stay inside and patios close and the weather gets worse, like it could continue this way. So it's looking out for these times of transition and people's lives are really important. And recognizing that at those times it's important to look out for the people we care about and reach out to them and make sure they're doing okay. Yeah, it's a, we're going through a pandemic and it makes anything that people are regular, normally going through tenfold, right? So if someone's experiencing anxiety, it's that much more difficult. If someone's experiencing depression, especially sometimes if we have to, we're forced to quarantine, um, so then people are put into forced isolation. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it impacts mental health for sure. If you had three things that you would like to say to people to get them engaged in Movember, what would they be? Three I know I put you on the spot a little bit. Oh, but wow. 
<laughs> you have a, you have about like a millisecond to come up with something. <laughs> um, three things to say to get people involved in. Well, one, you look better with a mustache. It's just a fact. Uh, and also you'll probably get, you know, when you have a mustache, I have one all year round. You get things that you might not expect. Like people give you respect that you haven't earned. You might okay. get a promotion unexpectedly. Uh, you know, a lot of benefits that people aren't aware of. So that's, that's maybe the first. Um, I shouldn't but, uh, often. <laughs> yeah. Um, but more, more and more seriously, uh, number two, I'd say, you know, this has been a tough year. Um, a lot of things have changed, uh, but a lot of things have stayed the same. And things like cancer, things like mental health are still really important. And, you know, we just touched on the mental health side that, you know, people are struggling now more than ever. And in a way you could argue this is probably the most important November we've ever done. And that the funds that we're raising are going towards support and mental health programs to support people right now. Um, So that would be my, my number two. Okay. And Number three, I think we all needed a little bit of a break. Um, it's been a tough year. Let's have a little bit of fun and get some friends together, get involved, have some fun, grow some mustache, make some laughs, do some epic. You know, there's other ways to get involved with more than two physical activity stuff or challenges. So, you know, let's, let's kind of wrap up the year on a high note and uh, do it for a good cause along the way. Okay, so those are the three reasons why you should get involved with Movember. Uh, mm-hmm. So one, we, it's important that we grow our mustaches out. Uh, all yeah. of us. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be participating in that, but <laughs> I'll think about it a little bit. <laughs> I can grow one though. Uh, <laughs> two, um, have some fun with it and then get people involved, especially in this time that we're really isolated and we're going through so much. Try to get your family, friends involved if you're, for whatever reason, things change with the pandemic. You can do Zoom calls with your family and friends and everybody can have their mustaches going um, and you can fundraise. Uh, but three, remembering that despite this being fun and it's a great movement, uh, that there's always something behind the mustache and there's a great story and there's connection, there's family, there's mental health, there's cancer and people are going through things. And so it's so important that we Uh, make awareness about this so that we are able to really have people reach out to when they need it and get support when they need it. Yeah. Good summary. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, And my last question to you before we go into a couple more things, we'll take a quick pause. But my last question is why do you mow? Why do I mow? Well, couple one sentence if you got it. Why do I mow? Yeah, why do you mow? Uh, I mean, I, I do it for my grandfather, ultimately. So that's, that's my big um, motivation and why I do it. Okay, all right. So Mitch, can you tell us the story behind Movember? Sure, can do. Um, it's probably the best part about Movember, if I'm really honest. Uh, you know, like a lot of charities start because someone who was impacted by a cause and maybe they start a gala or a golf tournament or something that becomes charity at some point. It's not how Movember started. Uh, We're pretty unique in that way because Movember actually kind of started as a complete joke. Uh, It started in 2003. You can imagine two Aussies. It started in Australia. So two Australian guys sitting at a bar on a Sunday afternoon having a beer and their conversation turned to 
uh, a really intellectual topic, 70s fashion. Okay. And they were talking about how, you know, things always go out of fashion, they're going to come back into fashion at some point. They're trying to figure out what hasn't come back yet. Right. Uh, the mustache. Why hasn't the mustache come back? I mean, I think we know why mustaches yeah. completely come back, but right. um, they said, hey, we should bring back the mustache. Maybe they had too many beers. I don't know. But, um, and one of the guys that was sitting there was his birthday at the end of November. So he said, that would be perfect. Let's get a bunch of our buddies to grow mustaches and then we'll celebrate with a big mustache party for my birthday at the end. It'll be a blast. So they literally took out a napkin and started writing down 30 of their friends' names oh and God. came up with three rules. One, you start the month clean shaven. Two, you grow a mustache, no beards, goatees allowed, gotta be a mustache. And three, you celebrate with a big party at the end and give awards for best and worst mustache. Okay. Right, so that's what he did. So he went through the month, they grew mustaches, they had a blast, had a big party at the end, it was awesome. But that's all it was. Movember right. actually didn't start out as a charity at all. It started out uh, for fun and kind of as an excuse for 30 idiots to grow a mustache, basically. Um, but what they realized was as they went through, as they went through the month, a lot of people were coming up to them. Their mustaches were causing a reaction. Friends, family, strangers were coming up to them being like, what are you doing? Are you growing a mustache? Did you forget to wash your face this morning? Girlfriends were mad. Wives were upset. Kids didn't recognize their dads. So they said, hey, you know what? I think we're onto a great idea. This was super fun. You know, if we want to do this next year, we should probably add a cause to it. And right. so... They're actually very inspired by women's health and everything that the pink ribbon had done for breast cancer. And when they looked at men's health, there's nothing. Right. Um, and when they did a bit of research, they're actually very surprised to find that prostate cancer was basically the male equivalent. Same amount of guys die and get diagnosed, but you know, nothing was really being done. And as a result, since there wasn't any funding in the play in the space, there weren't any researchers dedicating their careers to prostate cancer research. And so there was no progress being made. Right. So the guy said, this is crazy. Let's, let's do something for prostate cancer. And they married uh, the mustache and prostate cancer originally. And they came up with our tagline, which is our tagline to this day, which is changing the face of men's health. Okay. It, it makes sense. Grow a mustache, change your face. Yeah. But it, it more eloquently represents the outcome that we're trying to achieve with charity as well. So trying to change the behaviors and attitudes of men get them to take action to actually go to the doctors. Um, wow. So that's kind of how it started. And so now women have the pink ribbon that they wear and men, we have a ribbon too. It just happens to be brown and hairy. When you wear it. <laughs> or any color that you're messing with. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, so that's how it started. So the first year they raised zero dollars. Second year they got 450 guys to do it. And they raised $54,000. Amazing. And, and then it exploded from there. And in 2007, it spread from Australia to Canada and to a couple other countries. Um, and now we're in 20 countries and we've raised just over a billion dollars. Wow. We've funded over 250 men's health projects across the world. 300 of those are right in Canada. Canadians are some of the biggest supporters. Um, and we've really changed the game for men's health. We put it on the map. Um, in prostate cancer, we have advanced prostate cancer research in the past 10 years, what would have taken 60 years before, just right. due to the dedication and the amount of money that we you know, invested and flooded into that space. Um, mental health is probably where we're losing the battle um, because in Canada, three out of four suicides are by men. Uh, suicides are leading cause of death for men 15 to 44. Right. 
Um, so that's you know a place where we're really trying to make some significant serious change. Um, and you know what's cool about it all is it, it's all started with a few with a few mustaches. And um, we've come a long way, but we still have a long way to go. And that's why it's important that we keep on doing this and uh, keep on raising funds and awareness for men's health. Yeah, that's huge. Starting from zero to over or almost a billion dollars. You know, that's like a huge jump and that's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a cool story, very unique. Um, but also why we're different because we're not like most charities. Um, but, uh, you know, behind the cheeky mustaches is that really important serious cause. So, and I think it's also why we resonate with men because, um, we are fun. We are a little bit different. We speak to them in their language in a fun way that lets them get behind a cause that, that matters. Right. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. My goodness. Uh, it's an amazing story. And it reminds us the value of, you know, when you put something, a important cause behind um, something fun that you can turn it into something pretty magical. And I think raising awareness, whether financially or how you put um, mental health on the map for men, is pretty huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, here's to many more Movembers. Um, but this one this year is so important because there's a lot of things going on in the world. And so thank you so much, Mitch, for sharing that story um, and inspiring us to continue to celebrate November. My pleasure. Thanks for for having me and uh, letting me share. And your mustache is pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, soak it in now because it's coming off on November 1st. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much, Mitch. No problem. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Decoding the Man. If you have any questions, suggestions, or a topic that stood out to you or you're seeking support, please email us at decodingtheman at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at decodingtheman. We'd like to thank Carissa McLeod, our social media and audio producer, Brian Sudema, our executive producer, and our theme song, Darling, is brought to you by David Porges.